Welcome to The Podcast is Real. It's time for a Geek Rewind. Gas up the DeLorean. We're going back. 1985. The year was 1985. A gallon of gas was just a dollar nine. Coca-Cola decided that the drink everyone loved already needed improved and fixed what wasn't broke with new Coke. Three months later, we're back to Coke Classic, and they they, they literally started a cola war with themselves. Well, I don't even know why that happened, but some of the mi- biggest musical acts in the world, U2, Elton John, Duran Duran, Bowie, Cher, Hall & Oates, Queen, Run DMC, all joined together to participate in Live Aid concerts in Philly and London, raising relief money for Ethiopia. And the greatest comic strip of all time, Calvin and Hobbes, made its debut in newspapers. Newspapers, remember those? Uh, the NES was released, and Michael Jordan was, get this, named Rookie of the Year, 1985. And at that time, a theater ticket only cost about $2.75. $2.75. That's what I spent to see a great film with a new take on a nostalgic premise. Young and kind, Leroy Green played with so much conviction by newcomer Timok. One wonders if he even knows he's in a movie or just thinks this is all really happening to him because he's so sincere. He's seeking to achieve martial arts mastery at the level of his personal hero, Bruce Lee. And he trains doggedly to gain the mystical energy known as the glow and finally become a master. The twist on this traditional martial arts tale is it's set in urban New York City. And while Leroy seeks the next level of martial arts enlightenment, this grubby arcade mogul, a sleazy businessman played to the hilt by Christopher Murney, who's trying his best to be a poor man's Michael Ironsides. He's trying to get his pop singer girlfriend, a clear hybrid of Cindy Lauper and Madonna, to the next level of stardom by getting her video featured on a hit video dance show. It was hosted by Laura Charles, played by none other than Vanity. And on top of all this, Julius Carey absolutely steals the movie as the main villainous foe of young Leroy, Shownuff, the Shogun of Harlem complete with colorful Mad Max-style costumes and henchmen. Shonuff terrorizes the neighborhood, repeatedly challenging the peaceful Leroy to fight after fight. All this comes to a climax as Leroy has to save Laura from the mogul who has hired Shonuff to take out Leroy, and, well, Leroy learns that he had all along what was needed to make the next level of mastery. Produced by Barry Gordy, founder of Motown Records, so naturally this film has some big hitters on the soundtrack, and... It found a hit song peaking at number three on Billboard's Hot 100 in DeBarge's Rhythm of the Night, Utah. To the beat of the rhythm of the night, dancing to the morning light. Forget about the worries on your mind. You can leave them all behind. Every, every minute that you're watching this movie, it feels like it should be bad, but it isn't. In fact, it it feels like a parody, <laughs> like a send-up a little bit of martial arts films, but the performance of Timok who's a, a real-life black belt with amazing skills. His performance is so sincere that you can't help but love this guy and want to see him achieve everything in the world. Every other character, save maybe Vanity, is it's a cartoon character. I mean, seriously. But he plays it so straight that the film ends up becoming this earnest, fun, cheer-worthy gem. Michael, tell me how you experienced this film for the first time. Um, you know what? It was probably actually because of my brother. Yeah, I think I watched it with him when it was probably came out to video but dude instantly that movie had an impact on me because it was just like i don't know it was like bruce lee but he looked like me yeah it was awesome you know um of course i was i was drawn to show enough he was just so over the top he was that just that (laughs) that stereotypical 80s bad dude with the how he dressed and how he acted it was just 
everything about that movie was just just amazing. I, I, I still remember actually as a kid, like pretending I had the glow. <laughs> oh yeah. Like That's I don't know. I would do things in slow motion. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. With the arms. Um, it was it was I don't know. Yeah, that movie that movie was genius. And it, it still actually holds up today. Kind of like you said, it should be bad, but it's not. Yeah. Utah. No, you're right. There, there's, there's a certain heart to it that you just can't deny. And I, I think, Jeff, you hit on it. Uh, you know, Timac, he was, what, like 20 or something? 20, his first movie gig, and he was a martial artist before that. So he probably didn't know any better and played his character in that very earnest way because that's, that's how he was, I think. And Vanity, you know, this was like, what, a year or two after Purple Rain? And I didn't think she was a good actress then. But she's she's got the screen presence, I have to admit. Seeing her on the screen, even though I wasn't buying her character, I just found myself just kind of sitting back and um, enjoying her and and Tymok and well I'll admit it was funny it was funny her, it was funny every time she was in distress because she always had the big shoulder pads <laughs> in and then and then I realized that Shonuff also had big shoulder pads in the entire movie too because he always had like you said it was kind of a very Mad Max vibe he would have like football shoulder pads on yeah. as part yeah. of his outfit every single scene he had I was trying to figure out what genre it was. It was such a mashup of so yeah. many genres. Like it's a martial arts movie, but it's a romantic comedy. But then it's also kind of your typical. It, I, I just I had it was it kind of a musical too. It, it was yeah. But yeah, I I found myself enjoying it much more than I thought I would. I it, it aged better than I expected because I just oh, yeah. remembered the very I remembered all the very eighties things about it. And um, yeah, I found myself I found myself smiling and cracking up more than I thought I would. So. It's funny, you know, in some of the trivia and whatever that I've uh, looked at when we were decided to do this movie, apparently Vanity, yeah, she just finished Purple Rain and Barry Gordy signed her to to make four other pictures. I didn't do the research to find what out the what other the other ones, ones are. Um, <laughs> I don't think there were any yeah, other well, ones. Maybe they were, maybe they were pulling a James Cameron and thought they were going to make four Last Dragons or something. There you go. Oh, I will say this, so holy cow, when I rewatched it the other day, William H. Macy's yes, in this? That's the other thing I was going to say. Yeah. There are so many... There are blinking your missed it parts in there. William H. Macy is one of Rudy them. Huxtable Rudy is, is, is uh, Leroy's little sister. Chaz, Chaz Palminteri. Yep. Yeah, where's he, Chaz? He's one of the hoods that uh, tries to, that, there's four of them that get out of the car and try to capture Laura the first time uh, that he saves her from the bad guys. Uh, that Leroy, he was he's one, one of, of the he's one of the the hoods that that he's hood number one or two or something I think in the credits. Um, or, and then Mike Starr, Mike Starr, this he, guy has been in everything. I mean, the most he's like a he's a, he's a mobster. In <laughs> he every absolutely is, thing. and this is you know the boxer. <laughs> but you, you other you might remember him uh, from Dumb and Dumber. He's the guy that uh, you want to hear the most annoying noise yes. in the world. <laughs> And it, that's the guy they're doing it to. The guy <laughs> they're driving the guy. crazy. And, and the funny thing is, he looks he exactly sure the same. Like he did. Yeah. Yes. Like it, what? It, yes. You, he just pops out, and you're like, oh, as soon him. as you see him, it was just so funny. And then Ernie Reyes Jr. was in it. He's the little, the little guy. Um, little. He was like ten. Yeah, or just 12, a, right? well, I don't know. He's tiny in that though. Um, but his dad, I guess, was part well, of the choreography really team or whatever, and so that makes sense. I think right after that movie, didn't the show Sidekicks come out? That might have been when it. That yes. might have been when it was. You I might think be right. So. Boy, that that so. show. We have to do a flashback on that one of these days. I think that's that'd we be should. a good one. Yeah. Um, except we just did. <laughs> we're just doing 1985. We don't want to hit it too too soon. Oh, we don't want to. 
we can't we can only time travel once <laughs> in a week right as a per well show. yeah because we have to <laughs> we have to you know keep gassing up the De- delorean um That's anyway right. we don't have a mr Fugin exactly yet. i don't i i i i found i mean i did watch it again last week because i wanted to kind of like get it fresh in my head and try to you know remember what was and that's when I realized just how much of it, you know, was like um, just this nostalgic walk down memory lane. But also, again, just this this <laughs> this this odd movie that should not work, but works on every single level still somehow. Yeah. And all right, let me ask you, what is your favorite scene? Oh, like, my God. Right now, what's your favorite scene? Well, <laughs> I don't know. You tell you have one. I have to think about it for a second. Uh, you know, okay, so there there's so many favorite parts to this, but I think, I mean, one that pops up to my mind is, of course, at, at the end when when Leroy finally discovers, you know, it, it's typical, he's 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 in dire straits and just about to lose his fight with his showdown with Shonuff, and then life flashes before him, all these typical, you know, the, these important parts of, of what we saw in the past two hours in the movie uh, pop up, and then he realizes he had the glow all along. <laughs> I, I think... But then the other part, the other part is, is when Leroy goes to the. That's what I was gonna. I was company. just gonna say that. And and and, and those three Asian guys break are dancing are, in the front. Are, <laughs> are break dancing and rapping and, 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 and playing playing stereotypically hip hip hop and and it, it's such a juxtaposition of the typical stereotypes, sure. right? They 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 flip them around in this movie, and and, and those three guys were hilarious. I, I think I, my favorite. You know. car- I mean, other than Leroy and and Shonuff are obviously you know my favorite character. Is Leroy's brother Richie? <laughs> that kid is great. He's so funny. Like he thinks he's gonna. Like he thinks he's actually competing with his older brother for Vanity's uh, affections. First of all, I love how they they play that, and he plays it so sincere too. Yeah. It's just, it's just some, and he has some of the best lines in the whole in the whole movie. He does when he talks about moves uh, with. Leroy oh yeah, and all, yeah, just. But he doesn't have oh. any move. I forget. Well, what did he say? Oh, I, I don't remember now. But just him explaining to Leroy how, you know, he has no experience and doesn't know the moves. Right. The, the, the yeah. And, and, and he's what, 12? Yeah. And he's 12. <laughs> and then and then at the okay. end when, uh, you know, they're doing the music show and she's all depressed up there because she doesn't think she's ever going to see Timok again or whatever. Why? I don't know. But and then he's he's there with the flowers and he's trying to yell to her and the music stops and he goes, can you show me some moves? <laughs> some moves. Yes, exactly. Oh. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. And the entire car ride to there, he's like, well, my, I have a friend. Yeah. He keeps on saying, my friend wants to know, you know, he has, my friend has no yeah. experience with women and was just wondering. He was so adorable. Time yeah. adorable. And that's, that's my point. I, I just, I think, I think. And Billy Blanks apparently was approached first to, or was originally going to play him or at least really? was in the running for it. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously I don't know the exact story as to why he didn't end up, but Billy Blanks was considered for the role. But I, I, I got, I feel like this movie doesn't work without the, the sincere performance of Timok. Like again, then yeah. it becomes the, the parody. You know what I mean? If it's somebody um, and, and, don't get me wrong. I think Eddie Murphy's a great actor, but let's say Eddie Murphy was in that role. Well, then it's just a, it's all parody, right? It's all comedy. Like it's just, you know what I mean? But the fact that you get this kind of this newcomer who's just, who just play, you know, just literally plays every, you know, moment as sincere as possible. Again, I feel like he, I don't think anybody told him he was in a movie. He's just like, wow, this stuff's really happening to me. This guy wants to hurt me. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's like, he just, it's like, it, it's so <laughs> real to him or something. It's just, I love it. It's just great. No, it's true. I, I, 
it, it's very true. I, I definitely think that um, the earnestness and innocence and sweetness of, of, of Tymok is really the heart of the movie. And without that, this movie becomes much worse than it, it ended up being. Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone who didn't get enough shine. I love Johnny. Yeah. His Johnny friend. Yu, his friend. Yeah. His friend I, who said, you know, I'm, I'm Asian. So I can just make <laughs> funny noises and jump around and people right. be scared of me. Yes. And, and, and that's why I loved him because one of my favorite scenes is is at the end when he finally got the nunchucks and he was going off. And, like, he, and he discovers, he hits. He finally hits somebody. He's like, I can do this. <laughs> right. Dude, yeah. I love but, that but, scene. But, but yeah, that's great. He was in class. It's just he just yeah. wasn't. I lo- just don't get me wrong. I love it. that transformation. Right. But it, but it but then, also makes the question, sense and then he, <laughs> that he suddenly... <laughs> Because there's so much else in this movie that I makes know. sense, Jeff. <laughs> it must be in the blood because the little brother is already like a you know karate master, right? Well, but it's Ernie yeah, Reyes. Yeah, that's junior, what I'm saying. So. Like he's he's really good, and the older brother's like I guess it skipped a you know the, the well, it's not generated the, the same. But you know what right? I mean. it, it skipped. It yeah. skipped. Right. I got I, I got the genetics <laughs> of whichever parent you know is not a martial arts expert. I don't know. This is too funny. Right. I got the recessive. Gene. The recessive martial arts gene. <laughs> I got the recessive martial, which means I'm an accountant. Wow. Oh man. Yeah. This this is a great movie. We absolutely recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it. This is one of the things that we're trying to do with this rewind is is bring back movies that people may have forgotten about. Some of them will be movies that should have been forgotten. Um, this is not one of those movies, Can't right? Wait for so, those. well, Mannequin last week was kind of. I mean, uh, it's it's kind of like why why was that movie so successful? I have a very I have an old throwback to okay. give to you. Oh, I have, I have a suggestion. Right. Ice yes. Pirates. Oh no, that's ah. coming. Don't get me wrong. That's a fantastic. Okay. That, that's Ooh. definitely maybe on the list. Uh, since you brought it up. Maybe the next time we have you on the show, that'll be the rewind. Yes. All right. Space, Space herpes. herpes. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. All right. I want to thank you guys for rewinding with me and reliving that great movie, having so much fun talking. It was great to watch it again. Recommend you guys go out there, see that movie. It's fantastic. We'll be back on Monday with a brand new episode and on Thursday again with another bonus episode. We'll see you guys next time. The podcast is real is a Wild Gone Geek production. 